Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, good afternoon. Welcome to the run home with Joel and Fletch. Uh, not Fletch today. He's on a plane as we speak, as you will have known yesterday. He's off to Vegas, baby. He's off to Vegas. Uh, Vossi's on the same one. There's plenty of people on board the great Vegas ship. Good afternoon, however you're tuning across the SEN Airways. 11.70 in Sydney, 6.93 in Brisbane. A shout-out to the Run Home podcast listeners on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and let us know how you're tuning in. This is the Run Home, thanks to the top brand trade tool shop, Toolkit Depot. Become a Toolkit Depot trade or club member and get instant savings at toolkitdepot.com.au. Coming up, it's our first team list Tuesday of the year for round zero or 1A, whichever you wish to call it. Canberra Raiders young gun Ethan Strange. Will he be there in the first 17 uh, come next week for the next Teamless Tuesday? Shawnee Omrod from Sportsbet. True Crime Tuesday with Toby Dow, who's going to come in studio talk about uh, the horrific uh, murder of Anita Cobby many, many years ago. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to do this. And we say a very, very happy birthday for yesterday to the influencer herself, Michelle Bishop. Hello, Michelle. Good afternoon. I'm a bit of a green monster. I'm so jealous. I wish I was on my way to Vegas. I'm just going to put it out there. Well, I I do know this for a fact, uh, as a mate of mine works out there, the NRL trophy is on bound that same uh, plane as well. So they've strapped the trophy in. It's about 35 kilos, so therefore it's probably the original one. Mm. Um, But you're feeling a bit jealous, are you, Michelle? absolutely. I was listening to uh, my former colleague, but good mate, um, Jaleesa Apps, uh, talk about being out there on the strip. and Mm. uh, Look, it's it's a total junket, if you ask me. Oh, of course. What a ball. But, you know, you're allowed to speak about it. You're allowed to say, yeah, hey, look, I'm over here. Um, look, I hope it, it remains as exciting as this for, yes. for the, the whole length of time, for the five years. What's your gut feel? What, what do you no. see in five years' time? Look, you know what? This All this talk about NRL America and all the rest of it, as a, as a passionate rugby league supporter, I'd love to see the game grow. The only hope I have, and this is what why I don't hold out a lot yep. of hope, is Wayne Bennett said he made a comment last week that in 1999, when he went over there with the Brisbane Broncos to form a relationship with the Denver Broncos, he noticed this little sport called soccer, the round ball game. Oh, okay. Yes. We are 40 years on. So I hope we're, <laughs> I hope I'm still here. But yeah. we are 40 years on and the game in America, the soccer. Has that been in, in the States for 40 years? 40 years. That I... was purely from Wayne Bennett's uh, perspective. Wow. Um, and that gave me a little bit of like, ooh, ah, okay. Yeah. But I'm not sure that our powers would be, will be alive by the time that happens. You know, I'm convinced. I'll we'll share this. In, they'd be in nursing homes dribbling. We'll say g'day to Gibbo. <laughs> Gibbo's here again. Of course, uh, the captain Brooks is overseas as well. Well, Gibbo, how are you, mate? I'm going well, Joel. Can you hear me loud and clear <laughs> oh, today? Oh, yes, we can, we can. <laughs> yeah, we it, can. Um, you know, it uh, took a little while, but hey, I'm, I'm here ready to go. And Michelle, welcome back to the run Thank home. you. It's good to be here. 
And Michelle, you're going to be playing a much bigger part this year in the afternoons, I'm aren't you, really for 2024? I'm really excited. The pressure's on, but yep. I'm pumped and I'm, I'm so happy to be a part of the team. The Tourist is a big part of the team and he's here. Hello, Turi. Good afternoon. How are we? What did Sparman say that you were... Mark the Tech. Mark the, yeah, just Mark the Tech. Then the you were the Scotland. Tourist. Yeah, the Tourist. And then you became Turi. Just Turi now. Yeah. Just all this is Turi. Yeah, it's good. Lovely to have you here, Michelle, for, for, for this week. We got Socky towards the end of the week as yep. well for the cricket. It's going to be a good good week. Can and I just ask you your thoughts? You're a big soccer head, aren't you? Or football yeah. or round ball? Yeah. Or, you know, I like yeah. to be politically correct on these things. Yeah. Um, what, what are your thoughts on soccer in America? Is I, it a thing? I think it is a thing. Mm. I think the fact that there's so much women's um, football over there as well, that that's yep. huge. Like in terms of collegiate sports, that's how the girls get going, first of all. Yeah. I mean, the the women's team over there was bigger than MLS was 10 years ago. I think the women's American team has come back down a little bit and MLS with Messi and, and all these players kind of going over to the MLS, that's brought it up a bit. I don't think NRL will be as big as the MLS <laughs> will be in the States. I, I honestly I think. think you can't underestimate the part the women's game plays in any code. So even UFC, Ronda Rousey stormed into it. And that just got a total new audience there. The Matildas, I think the Matildas, what they've achieved has probably been the biggest thing that has ever happened for soccer participation in our country. Yep, yep. Um, so, but what you're saying is that do you think that that will influence the, the, the male side of it, the NRL side well, of it over there, if the chicks get over yeah. there? I mean, they needed to have be in lingerie for the for the local blokes to be looking at the yeah, that's girls right. over there. So what, does NRLW go over there in year two or three and play in bikinis? Like I, how no, no, no. So, uh, Michelle, I, I think that... The NRLW is the far bigger opportunity with the states mm. to lead with yeah. than it is the NRL. And the okay, reason, that's an interesting Well, the reason I say that is because my daughter, who's in the system, she started playing her first rugby league game at 16. Mm -hmm. And I reckon that would be even younger than the average NRLW player. Oh, yeah. You're whereas, probably right there. Whereas your sons, uh, your husband, uh, all those rugby league players in the National Rugby League, I reckon the average start age would be 10 or 11. Mm. So, so what I'm saying is that the girls haven't – the boys over in the States are so far behind mm. the many Australians over here playing rugby league. But whilst it's still in its infant sort of stage, the NRLW, the American girls can quickly catch up to that, in my opinion. Yeah, right. What, what do you think about no, that? No, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a good look at it. But, uh, I mean – and I guess probably even more exciting for, for the American audience is like they're being sold this, um, you know, there's a bunch of buffoons going over there, no pads, no helmets, they're crazy, they're just going to smash each other up. Mm. I mean, that must really stimulate and be super exciting if they're going to see women do that as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, Ronda Rousey, they absolutely mm. love that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Yes, tourist? Well, if you look at in terms of the players coming over to Australia, you kind of have to model what? Uh, the NBL has done, I feel. And you look at the NBL, it's primarily Australians, mm. but they've got a lot of American imports now. Guys who know they can't make it yes. in the NBA, but they're still of a good quality coming out of college. That's what they target again. But, but, but with the women's game over here. So maybe it doesn't translate to big support of NRL in the States, but it does translate to we've got some of the best American players. We can go, hey, well, you can make a living still playing sports over in Australia. Now. Yeah, but you know what? That sucks. As a parent of kids growing up here, I want my kids to be on that sense. I'm not necessarily mine, but the kids that are growing up in Australia to be given a chance. Um, no one's really talked about that. We've talked about going over there and, and, you know, taking talent and doing whatever. What about the opposite direction? What about someone seeing our players and taking them over there? Best it's, player available. Yeah. Best player Best player available. That's my fit theory. You never know. Uh, you never know. Uh, Gibbo, what do we expect uh, Matthew Johns? It's now uh, 10 past three. Yep. Fletch and Maddie uh, boarded the plane at about 11.30. So they've been on this plane for the best part of four hours. Yep. 
around the grounds. What are you seeing on this plane right now? Well, I think, Charlie, the, <laughs> it wasn't just those guys that were going over. No. I think it was the NRL chartered flight to Vegas at 11 o'clock this morning. I, I think knowing those guys, they'd be, they'd be probably... <laughs> What did uh, what did Booney do all those years ago? Well, a mate of mine at Qantas. Oh, he's, he, 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 he said there was a, he goes there was a lot of happy people. Yeah, at, at, messy at only, happy. Lionel Messi, yes, <laughs> yes. How, how many people are on that flight? Do you know it all? No, Michelle? I don't. I'm not sure. I think they've gone over in different. I mean, I mean, Jalissa's already there, so yeah. Oh. Um, a couple of the girls, uh, Alyssa Smith from Brisbane, she's already over there, so I think it's sort of been staggered. Okay, so because they probably said, you know what, we need to get the uh, Fox League guys, especially the Matty Johns boys. They need their own sort of yeah. You can't a little expose zoo. the classy girls from like the <laughs> Seven Network to yeah. Yeah, I'm getting no. It. I'm so understanding this, Michelle. There would have been plenty of junkets in the days of rugby Ooh, league. Now, stack. Where was your favourite one? I, look, I have to say, and it's not just because it's the most recent. Mine was the UK tour last really? year. Really? Oh, the World Cup. It was sensational. A great bunch. Mal Meninga is an tr- absolute trooper. Um, they were just, they were, they were a fun, awesome bunch. And, and it got to the stage where we were kind of all included, trusted. Yep. Um, yeah, and we had a lot that of That changes a lot of things, doesn't it? And, it and, does. And that happened a lot back in the day. So you have a lot of... Um... Well, I've been privy to both of that, Joel. We've yes. gone through the period where back in the day it was anything goes and we did what we did and... Then there was this period where rugby league saw this. Um, you're the journo. Where the, it's just completely n- yes. nothing to see here. Yep. Um, and you're not trusted and all that sort of stuff. And then I, I feel like the UK tour took us back to the old days. Well, the old days. When you think about it, there's a lot of uh, more experienced journalists who are really good mates with either coaches or former players. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like we really have that now, would we? No. Unless they had went into media with them. So the other thing is too. Media can find a little bit of a, um, uh, let's just say, it, a, a war between two or three people. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some people on this. Um, I remember one day I was at ANZ Stadium, and I can't mention the names. And I said, uh, let's, let's say it's a tourist and uh, yourself, Michelle. We're getting to this lift. And I said, oh, tourist, have you met Michelle? <laughs> and it was the most cold reception of all time. By the time <laughs> we get down, the bloke said, him and I have had the biggest feud for 15 years and you've just introduced me to him. (laughs) How did you feel? Oh, like I I was just, I just found it very funny, but there are so many of those. Oh, there's a lot of them. Absolutely a lot of them. So there'd be a little bit of blinkers, you know, walking down the corridor on the plane Mm -hmm. and then you see insert name and then they pretend they haven't seen them. There'd be a bit of that Mm -hmm. happening on the you know what? The other thing is I wonder if um, our listeners do actually understand that there is a bit of a thing that happens in the media where, look, I can honestly, I can open up a newspaper, I can turn on a TV where I go, okay, he's written that for that, for that, oh, for yes. that, that support with that, and that's going to mean something in a couple of weeks. Yes. I'm wondering if our listeners are, <laughs> you know, clued up on that if oh, I yeah. worked that one out. They are, <laughs> and uh, they're clued up about influencers as well. How, oh! <laughs> you've become an influencer, Michelle. By accident. What happened? And let me tell you, it was an epic fail. So um, some friends of mine in the Hunter Valley, um, Hope Estate, they sent me a dozen bottle of wine, do- bottles of red wine uh, just before Christmas. And I thought, gee, that was lovely. You know, how can I repay him? So um, here I am. We've just got a renovation, brand new bathroom on four acres. I open up the doors and it looks out to, you know, you see the alpacas walk oh, past. Hang like on a minute. It's pretty, I, I think, really yeah, nice. come on, keep going, keep going. <laughs> the alpacas. Yeah. <laughs> the old alpacas, they, you know, duck their head in every now and again. It's a bit uncomfortable. But anyway, I've, I've got the bath. So you're laying in the bath. And it was probably my third or fourth bath I'd ever had in this beautiful new I thought um, you were going to say bathroom. it's your third or fourth bottle that you're on. 
No, no that's no, no. the sad thing. <laughs> oh, no. I don't even have that as an excuse. Yep. So here I am. I've uh, opened up the, the, you know, so you've got the nice scenery outside. I've put a candle on. I've got the nice bottle placement. And it's looking sensational. The influencer. And here I am. I pour myself a glass of wine, sit it there and think, wow, that looks really nice. It's going to look lovely. And I'll just hashtag him and we'll get yeah. it out there. This, yep. you know, really nice new Shiraz. So here I am in the bath, taking a photo. Take it. Yep, this is all good. Put it up there, hashtag all the right people. I thought, yep, okay, well, I'm going to enjoy this. So I put the phone down and I threw the phone so that it was over and hit a towel. So oh, okay. not enough energy to get out and get the phone if it rang. Oh, okay. So I'm laying in there, I'm reading a book. Okay. Bing, Top. bing, ha- bing. Ha- how, like, much, how much time has lapsed? I'm telling you, it would have been a good 40 minutes. Oh, yes. 40 minutes. Right. And it got to the point where I'm bang, 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 bang on the bathroom. And I was like, what? Can't I just have some peace? Answer your phone. Answer your phone. And I was like, what's happening? What's going on? So I get out of the phone, out of the bath. I reach over. And as I've picked up the phone, my son's girlfriend's calling. And I think, what's wrong? And she goes, Michelle, get that picture off your <gasps> Instagram. You're naked. Oh. And I was like, what? What's happened? <laughs> oh, Reflection City. I look in and I'm thinking, well, what's wrong with these people? Why are they why are they zooming in on the glass to oh. see me naked? So when you when you <laughs> but when, when you picked it up again, did you did you not No. You still, still didn't because no. I'm not a zoomer. No, Zoomer I'm, Nelson. I'm a, Fletch would have seen it. He's I'm a mad an zoomer. Absolute zoomer now. Oh. My husband didn't speak to me for an hour. Called me an exhibitionist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but hang on, so so was this a selfie? Or no, no, it was me in the bath. Yeah, but, 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 but how, how's this being said? Clothing on, clothing on. How's it been seen? Was it a reflection off, off the glass? or Reflection off the glass. So yeah. you could actually see me in the glass. Like if you zoomed in, yes. the whole other side yes. of the Yes, so your, your photo is going through a window with the beautiful view. No, the glass, the wine glass. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the wine the glass wine is the glass. one that's sharing your <laughs> attributes. Oh, the wine glass. <laughs> Oh, talk about putting yourself out there. And let me tell you. How revealing was it? It was pretty bad. Was it? It was pretty bad. Wow. And the bings that were coming through were a lot of NRL footballers. No. Um, And so very embarrassed. And my children disowned me. Oh. I said, Mum, you've got to be joking. How was was, was the head noise when you deleted it? No problem? No. No. I was was a mess. Oh, were you? I had to have three. (laughs) I had had to have the two bottles. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Just to calm my nerves thinking. Wow, I hope no one, this doesn't get out there. Oh. So I'll talk about it now because the, the photos disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, um, we had a, but we'd been out, I think this was like a, a Cox Plate or a Melbourne Cup. Cox Plate would be an aptly uh, place to have gone <laughs> for this. And after a big day, there might have been six couples. So there's a dozen of us. Yeah. And at the end of the night, you know, invariably on these WhatsApp threads, and a mate of mine who he is trigger happy when it comes to photos, he's having a shower. And his wife's come in and, you know, when you go to the Melbourne Cup or the Cox Plate, those sorts of things, all the effort that goes into the hair. Yes, yes. Well, the day's over and now she's finally pulled the hair out <laughs> and the hair looks like a complete mess. So he, from inside the shower, has grabbed his phone and said, ha, oh, have a look at the hair on insert name. And he shared it with the whole group. But what he hasn't thought about is she's at the vanity where he's taken the photo Hello. And the photo is coming back, the reflection. That's karma. Yeah, so there he is. Starkers. Not, not at his best. <laughs> oh, no. Mitch uh, Starkers. And, uh, he needs to join my influencers yes, club. Yes, <laughs> yes. And then he, and then he's got that broadcast to the whole of everyone. Dear, oh, dear. You, you don't happen. recover from that. No. Nah. You can't come back from that. At least mine was in a reflection that was just 
kind of silhouette yep. but it was not an attractive silhouette, let me tell you. Yep, it's, um, it's, uh, it can easily happen. Uh, I can imagine the tourists doing that type of stuff as well. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Michelle's going to give us her big tips uh, for Rugby League 2024 coming up. We're going to catch up with Ethan Strange of the Canberra Raiders. Shawnee Omrod will join us. Toby Dow, True Crime Tuesday, to talk all things Anita Cobby. Uh, the text board, 0457 736 736. Come on, Joel, you've got to tell us who it was in the lift with the feud. Ah, oh. Chad, I might have to give a few clues. Um, There's got to be a prize for that, if you can give yeah, a couple. Yeah, no, you wouldn't guess it, actually. No. I, I, I was shocked by it. Uh, Bishop was the photo in England. No. Because you could see a certain city. <laughs> Bristol City. Uh, the Bish is back. You go, girl. A bit of sugar. Bish and Gibbo makes the world go round. No mention of you, tourist. Yeah, so who right. would have sent that through? Oh, Hillstorm. Hillstorm yeah. Hillary, of course. Uh, hey, guys, the background music you play when doing a short promo. Can you please let the band... Oh, the name. Okay. Um, we'll be... try and find out what that is. It's Metallica. Is that your son, though? No, when we're doing a little promo, they're talking That's about... That's the Kiwi one, I reckon. The Kiwi. Is ah. Nathan Heimar sitting next to the trophy? Oh, there you go. A little subtle jab to uh, Hindy as well. Plenty of texts coming through. We'll keep an eye on those on the run home with Joel and Fletch. Brought to you by Hyundai. The 2023 SUV sale event is on right now. The run home with Joel and the Bish today. Have your say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text 0457 Belated happy birthday wishes for Michelle Bishop. And thanks for sharing the story of your birthday suit. Regards, Raider Mao. <laughs> that was very clever. I like that one. Um, this one here. Uh, Jeremy is questioning a bit of impartiality. He says, okay, uh, these guys were asked to predict their 2024 premiers. He goes, hmm, Cronk, Anasta and Fletch. Who did they choose? Yes, you're right. The Roosters. Who did Corey Parker and Yvonne Sampson pick? The Broncos. Brandy tip Penrith and Ennis tip Manly. Who are you tipping? Tigers and Morals. I don't know, Jeremy. I don't know, but I, I get what you're saying there. But um, they are all decent teams. But Lara is unbiased and the smartest by tipping the mighty Rabbitohs, says Jeremy. Um, who are you tipping, actually, Michelle? Yeah, you know what? Just on that with Lara, I reckon it's either make or break. They're either going to absolutely be world beaters south or they're just going to be broken asses and yep. just struggle and not be consistent. Massively. And, um, I'm looking forward to I, – I believe, and I don't have the inside knowledge on this one. I know people know I know Jack White and very well. haven't had the conversation. But I kind of think in around what – He's having a little bit of respect for South Sydney, not coming out saying that he's going to play rep football because yep. he South signed him knowing that he wasn't going to. So it was he was going to be able to lead the Rabbitohs through that period, losing you know the yep. Walkers or or the Trell. Um, but I believe that he'll play rep football. Um, but for mine, you I, think but, you think he will play? Absolutely, this... he'll be back playing for New South Wales. Yes, yeah, hands okay. down. Uh, I know the relationship he has. So what? With why Madge. did? What, so what happened? Why didn't he play? last year or why did he retire in the first place well you know what I, I have this very conversation he handed me his football boots at the end of the world cup walked out of the sheds and said fish i'm done and i was like what what do you mean oh, and thinking oh, he goes yep. give those these, i couldn't think of a better family i want them to ha have my boots blah, blah, blah. and i thought oh, this is all very nice i said and i'm thinking straight away as a journo can i go with it like what's yeah. happening and then i was like actually no i'm not going to be a journo here i'm going to let you don't say a word to anyone jack because this is all emotion you need to go 100%. home. 100%. That, that's to... motherly instincts, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I did. I was standing at the back of the stadium with his boots in my hand and I said, you need to go home. You need to talk about it with the family. You've won. This is euphoric. This is great. This is awesome. But who knows? You might want to do it again. I know you've missed your family. We, I mean, they were away for four weeks and then yep. the families came over for the last two. I said, so, you know, you need to have a serious think about what you're doing. Don't go and tell anyone. Um, and, and obviously the word got out and it 
you know, it, it was eventually out there. Um, and, and look, I'm right. He's so tell me this, Michelle, because I was, I was thinking exactly that same thing. Um, when you had that conversation, roughly what was the date or month? It was the night that he won the World Cup. Yeah, so what was that, oh, November? Was November, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so when you say that, he'd been training and playing for 12 months because they generally come back to train at November. Yep. So it is a tough time to make a decision. Obviously, by then you've had a gutful. Yep. Maybe come January, you, your mind's a little bit different. So uh, interesting that you say that. one three hundred oh one. 1170 is the way to have your say or text 0457 736 736. Broncos was my um, – so I was a bit torn between Broncos and Penrith, but I just think on the back of last season, um, the changes that we're seeing at Penrith, yep. I kind of feel that, um, yeah, the Broncos have just got something special brewing Okay. There. All right. Well, yesterday I went, had the forensics. You can catch all this on YouTube, uh, the run home with Joel and Fletch. Search that, subscribe. I got all Brian's tips, and I'm going to give you the same challenge. Okay. So it's going to be Dalian medalist. It's going to be – Who's going to be the Put big flopperoo? Put the flopper thinking room. cap on. Yep. The have a think room. about that. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Now, what have you? You've, what's this little surprise you've brought in, Michelle? You've look. My father-in-law actually sent me a whole box of bits and pieces. He was doing a clean out, and we all know, you know, my husband played uh, a fair bit of rugby league in his day. And this is when I think um, it was what was the year? It was eighty uh, something. Mm. Um, and we came. He came across. Uh, something from, I think it was Rugby League Week, it had been cut out, and it was called The Meat Market. Right. And I was wondering if you were familiar with The Meat Market because no. you feature in The Meat Market. Not in the 80s, I wouldn't have, Let, Michelle. Oh, I'm 90s, not that old. sorry, 90s, sorry. Sorry, yeah, we're, we're not that old. Right. Uh, but what I will say is there's some uh, some ripper names in this. Um, so what is The Meat Market? The What's Meat it? Market was where they sort of, uh, you know, talked about a, potent, a player and his potential uh, worth or where where he was worth at that time in the rugby in the rugby league system. But ha- hang on a minute, <laughs> like honestly, uh, could you imagine that same uh, topic or that same article being named these days the meat market? Or even with the NRLW girls. Oh, I know, I oh, know. <laughs> That's like I was like the meat market. What's this doing in amongst all Justin's stuff? But no, let me continue further. So okay. the meat market. Um, it was based on teams featured in the Jersey flag competitions. So the under-19s then. Yep, so they had the potential to be whoever. So the first one on the list, and I'm, I'm sure we can get this out to our listeners so people can have a bit of a read because it's very interesting. The Sydney Roosters, it was Trent Robinson. He was a prop, and this is the comments they made about him. Highly intelligent and great around the rucks. Estimated value, 25000 Wow. So let's go down the list a little bit. Geez, they nailed that, didn't they? They did. Yeah. Couldn't have been better. Canberra, Andrew McFadden, winger slash halfback. Uh, his trademark is uh, tremendous speed. Estimated value, $30,000. So we'll skip a few or three names. There was Craig Trindle at Penrith and then uh, – oh, well, they couldn't even get my husband's name right. It's Jason Bishop written yes. here, but it's actually Justin Bishop. And that was second rower, explosive runner – has worked hard to improve his game. Estimated value, same as Robbo, $25,000. Okay. I'm sure they're not valued at the same no, these no, no, days. No. Who was the highest speed? Uh, look, hang on, we're getting down to okay. you. We're getting down to you. There was a 35 was oh, the most. It was Lee Murphy. Lee Murphy from St. George was uh, valued at $35,000. Um, so that's probably about the big, big. Oh, no, hang on. Ted Simpson, centre, fullback, lightning quick. Um, Canberra. Speed to burn. Yep, from Canberra, $80,000 as a Jersey flag player. That's he he was special. a gun. He was a, he was a gun. He was a gun, Ted Simpson. So let me just go to now was, uh, was Royce, a certain Joel Kane. Oh. Certain Joel Kane from uh, St. George, a fullback, great attacker, mm. blessed uh, with solid defence, estimated value, 
Same as my hubby, twenty five thousand oh, dollars. There you go. As just a little Jersey fed player, so I thought that was a little bit of an interesting uh, little thing to pick up in an old box from uh, my father in law's joint, the meat market. The meat market, Let's Michelle. Go. Thank you very much go. for that. Uh, I'll tell you, I don't know if you caught it this morning. You may not have because it was very very brief. Uh, Usman Kawaja was on with uh, Vossi and Brandy, which was the missile and Brandy. I reckon the chat went for about fifty seconds. Oh, and I I, I'm, I can only think that Usman Kawaja, Uzi, maybe phone died. Oh. So Usman Kawaja oh, that excuse. needed an Usman Kawaja, a phone charger. Maybe he should have had <laughs> a Signet Power Bank. The Boost uh, Power Bank is uh, uh, there, and it's the number one selling power bank, I believe, at JB and all the big stores there as well. So uh, Michael and the team getting behind Signet. Have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or text 0457 736 736. Lionel thinks you're telling the story because you're trying to bump up the price of those pair of footy boots. Well, I've actually got the last pair of boots just by chance as it played out my young bloke yep. of Bronson Cherry oh wow when he played his last game yeah, yeah, he yeah. gave young bloke the boots not to yep. know then it was going to be his last game mm. well let and me see back my boots aren't for sale no the white and boots will stay in my household forever yes good They're on my little, and they were to me they weren't even to the kids yeah bugger the kids one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the run home thanks to Hyundai the Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on now the meat market Time to catch up with our man who was once voted number one in the Maui meat market, valued at about 100000 I'm talking about <laughs> Shawnee Omrod. Make it look easy with sports bet. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Shawnee, come in. Oh, sugar, the Maui meat market. If I can't <laughs> top that, then I may as well be Hey, I wish, I wish I had bought your stocks all the way back down for 25 grand. I would have been an absolute millionaire. You are airborne, sugar. Oh, please, please, <laughs> Your defence. Oh, defence. Solid defence. How'd that sneak in? <laughs> anyway, but I, I love how they said, he's blessed. So if you're blessed, it should be, they go, he's blessed with solid defence. <laughs> anyway, what do you got, Sean? <laughs> Well, I'm a bit like Michelle. The uh, the Vegas FOMO well and truly kicked in. I've been following everyone's Instagrams, and I saw mm. Wade Graham. He's got the Qantas pajamas on already. Mm. Before I think that was still on the tarmac, <laughs> and El Wado had the uh, had the PJs on. Him and uh, James Graham are doing a few podcasts from over there, I believe. But yeah, the FOMO well and truly uh, has kicked in. Just want to be over there now, but alas, uh, the countdown's on to Sunday. I'll be uh, at home on the couch with maybe a cold one. And, of course, get them on side records tomorrow. You'll have a few clues there. But any early sort of look as to mm. – look, Teamless Tuesday, only only about half an hour away or less. Um, what are you yeah. thinking ahead of the first round? I'm thinking, and I think we might be aligned, uh, Sugar. Both outsiders sort of ticking my fancy. Now, obviously, as you said, we've got to wait for Teamless to drop because we're sort of – we're all guessing at this point. Not too sure there's going to be too many curveballs thrown up, but Manly sort of caught my eye against uh, against the Bunnies first up. And then I don't mind look at the Chooks in the second game as well. $2.40 or thereabouts – uh, they are, but just expecting. Um, well, actually, I'm not sure what to expect with the uh, with the narrowness of this pitch. Um, we've got the totals um, up and betting. The first game is 42 and a half, and the Roosters Broncos game is 40 and a half. But I can't really work it out. I would I would like to think that the NRL has sort of uh, given the refs or put them on notice to sort of you know give the Yanks a bit of a show, plenty of points. But six meters uh, narrow field, it might be. It might be a struggle for the boys to really find some uh, open play. So it's a fascinating um, – it's going to be a fascinating to watch to see how it plays out anyway. Michelle, you can bet your bottom dollar 
that it'll be refereed like State of Origin. Absolutely. There'll be very be. few penalties. They've promised they have to deliver. Yep. No pads, no helmets, these insane people coming yep. just to smash each other up. Yeah, ball um, in play has got to be there, doesn't it? And, and yeah. the other thing is... But you know it'd be interesting, Joel? When you have to use an example at the judiciary on Tuesday night, round six or seven, yeah. and you use, use something from round one. Very true. I, I Good think, luck with that one. Yep, I think that... Um, I think that there'll be a, a 11 metres, sometimes 12. I think it'll be massive because you've got to find, you've got to open it up somehow. What do you think about yeah. that, Sean? Yeah, I tend to agree. It'll be, I think it'll be 11 at a minimum. Uh, I'd like to see 12. You've really got to let them play in this one because the last thing we want, particularly in that first game, is a sort of, you know, a 14-10 sort of result. We don't want the crowd getting uh, getting too antsy because then the pressure really is put, is, uh, is put on the boys in that second game. But I think I'm leaning towards probably a bit more of an open play. So maybe uh, maybe a high-scoring one. We know it's obviously uh, the roof is, uh, is over Allegiant Stadium as well and the pitch is uh, first class. So no excuses. It's just that I'm just a little bit wary of that six metres. Not sure what it's going to do. So do you, do you think the, um, the, the fact that the, the changes in terms of the size of the pitch has had much of an influence with um, the punters when it's, you know, you think about uh, try scorers and mm. that sort of stuff, like, you know, first time try scorers, all that. Yeah, well, certainly amongst uh, my French group uh, show, we're all sort of, uh, you know, we, we, we like a flutter. We like to talk about punting. And it's certainly been a topic of discussion amongst mm. us how it's actually going to play it. But I think the overriding sort of sense is the referees might just counteract um, you know, that, that few metres that we're going to see the pitch uh, be a little bit narrower. So I think all things being equal, probably cancels each other out. Um, and I still think we're going to see some expansive footy. So touch wood, uh, we get two crackers. Hey, Shawnee, I've got our um, the sports bet punters, a little bit of a price here for two try scorers. Now, mm. centres don't usually win the top try scorer. The last one to do it was Mick Jennings, I think, uh, back in 2013. So they don't normally do it. However... If you follow Tommy Turbo, the amount of times he sets up the left centre, in recent times, Tolotau Kula has moved to that left-hand mm. side and he's an absolute jet. Yep. He's so quick. 300 to 1 to be the top try Ooh. scorer. I, I just think it's worth a Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. <laughs> you know, 300 to 1. <laughs> wow. um, and yeah. As I said, it's very hard to win it for the centres. And another bloke I think is a stupid price because this boy was born a try scorer, but we do need him on the wing. He's going to probably start at fullback. Tyrrell Sloan. They're both 300 to 1 with sports bet. Mm. And I just think for a little fiver on each, um, you could catch five on one of them. Haven't you? You have found some big, big yeah. prices this offseason, Sugar. Obviously, you got the bickies last year with uh, Jermaine Asako, top point scorer. And I think we've given little uh, Stephen Crichton a little haircut as well. You put him up, you found him at 50s. Um, and we're a bit worried we might not be able to pay the bills because he's had a little haircut into 30 to 1. Um, so watch this space. Does he get a kicking tee? We're all, oh, that's uh, I know certainly a, few, certainly a few of my mates are, uh, are waiting to see what happens there because I followed you in. Okay. I think you should say that too about Sloan because I wrote him down as a bit of a, a bit of an, someone on the improve for this year. I think he'll do wonders under Flanagan. Yeah, so do I. I, I I'm just convinced he's a winger though, mm. Shell. Yeah, I, re- yeah. I really am. Yep. Um, so there you go, Shawnee. A couple of long ones, but but as you mentioned, uh, the podcast, which is Get Him On Side, Dan, Gennay, myself and yourself. Tomorrow we record. Dan's live from Vegas, so he'll chime in there as well. Yeah. But had you listened to the program last week, $51 was there for Stephen Crichton. He's now into 31s, as you say. So uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the Get Him On Side podcast and you'll get all the latest uh, there as well. All right, mate, anything else you need to talk about? 
Uh, very quickly, Mitch Kenny, he's obviously been rubbed out for the first game next week against the Melbourne Storm. So uh, made that uh, match up even a little bit more spicy. I think Melbourne Storm get off to winning ways. And we're on them big time this year, I yep. believe, Sugar. So give them strength. Give them strength. 12 bucks minor premiership. Yes, please. Good on you, Shawnee. Great to chat, mate. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Chat soon. Uh, make it look easy with Sportsbet. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Welcome back to The Run Home with Joel and the Bish today on your Tuesday. True Crime Tuesday. Toby Dow is going to join us a little bit later on. Ethan Strange, the young Canberra player who we expect will be starting in round one or round one B, if you want to call it that, next week. G'day, Joel. My thoughts with the Manly Rabbits game, because Manly, the gurus of scoring the long-distance tries with the speed of Cooler and Saab, I think that'll be the way we win the game. Not a bad little shout, that. Um, I'm excited about Manly. Yeah. I really think um, the, my two sides, other than, say, the way Newcastle played last week, my two sides I'm looking at improving in Knights and um, Knights and Manly. I think that they'll do much better than what they have. Um, Dan says Jason Tatum to win the MVP in the NBA. I'll have a look at that as well. The surveying eel wishes Bish a happy birthday for yesterday. My birthday is today. Happy birthday. Yep. Same year, getting even closer to another milestone year. Great to hear Bish on the run home. There's lots of texts like that. Um, Thanks, guys. 1-300-01-1170. But Corey Parker, who, by the way, joins Benny Davis every Monday on SENQ throughout the season. If you miss any of that, the podcast or the app, you can catch up with all of that. But Corey Parker on Breakfast with Patton Hills this morning, he was talking about dealing with CTE. I have no doubt whatsoever over my tenure you know, as a rugby league player that I have symptoms. I have symptoms of, of CTE. Mm. Uh, but it's something that you can't really get a, a grasp on until, obviously, a post-mortem. So, yeah, as a father of four and, and my boys play contact sports, the game has some accountability to take. Yeah, big comments. And, look, I don't know where I stand on this, Michelle. It's a really tricky one. I, like, I I probably feel the same as Corey. Like, I, I'm almost certain that I had so many concussions that it's impacted me, but... The reason I don't like going down the path is because I kind of think the game has been so good to me. And from a young age, I got first concussion at 14. You kind of know what you're signing up with. Probably a bit no different to a, you know, a, in the motorsports, mm-hmm. the speed in which they go. It just sort of, you kind of know what it's in for. A jockey. A jockey on a horse, you know, like the, the risks do come with it. So, and I've got kids who play. I, I, I don't know how much it helps the game by. But where's your loyalty? Is your loyalty to the game or is your loyalty to your kids? See, that's my, that's no, my no, spot of bother. Yeah, but my, my, my thing with my kids is the same thing. Like, I, I think they're far better equipped these days because you only know what you know at the time. Mm. And there are some great protocols around it. Actually, who was telling the story the other day where uh, their child had copped a knock and the, the kid said, I know why rugby league's having so many concussions um, and and the parents said, well, why is that? And they go, well, the doctors didn't even know what day it was. They're saying to me, what day is it? What field are we at? Uh, <laughs> so if the, doctor, if the doctors dear, don't know dear. what's going on, yeah, obviously they're hope. asking the questions. But, yeah, I don't know, Michelle. I, what's Look, for mine, I, I sort of think um, it's scary. It's very scary because it's the unknown. You're yeah. not, we're not completely educated. And, and I don't like playing the blame game. I don't like being able to look back and say, oh, well, you know, we can sue because of A, B, C and D. You're right. You signed up. You did what you did. I think it's now when you uh, are more educated into what you're stepping into yeah. where there probably could be legal ramifications. But for mine, 
Um, my concerns are, yep, okay, I don't like watching my kids play footy. I've said that quite publicly. I don't mind watching the NRL and other people. Yeah. My nephew, Adam, hate watching him play footy. Yeah. Um, because there is that sort of scary side of it. But I think the thing you've got to get through your head too is not every bump is a concussion. And, and you know, there, there's a bit of hysteria yep. about that. Um, I do believe that the NRL is doing everything they can. Um, and, and when we talk about uh, the grassroots and, and other codes and the NFL, uh, sorry, the AFL infiltrating and all that sort of stuff, I don't really even believe that it's about money. I think the, uh, the NRL's biggest problem is at that grassroots level of trying to allow Mr. and Mrs. Smith or Jones or whatever yes. to let their little boy Johnny or Samantha play football. Because I, I'm loving the fact they introduced the league tag. I know that's not tough and hard for some blokes that yep. they want their sons to get in there and their daughters to get in there and rip in early. The, for mine, I think the thinking process behind that is let's capture them early, let's show them this environment, show them you can be competitive, friendly, and by the time they're old enough to be able to make play tackle football, yep. they're entrenched in that environment. They love it. They don't want to go and leave and play another sport. Um, that's that's for mine, I think, a, a big tick for the NRL and where they're going with that. But for, as I say, I've been in role. My dad played in the Newtown days. I... I Totally, it's a scary thing. There's yep. just not enough education around about it. This time last year, I said on a, on this show, I said, I think one day the kickoff will be dead because that's the biggest collision. It, when you really think and about it's it. it's the one that the fans all sit there and wait for. I know, I know. Origin, state of origin. That first, I know, Michelle. I make a point. If I'm, if I'm going to be late for anything, I'm never late for the kickoff. I, I know, but if we're serious about mm. it and, and throughout the kids, etc., how archaic is it really to have one person mm. running 15 or 20 metres into mm. the line of the fence off the first play of the game who are ready to You're absolutely smash them. Right. So I said that 12 months ago. What do you do? How do you no, start a game? Well, 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 Toss it up in the ball no, in the well, air like no, well, AFL? Well, I, <laughs> no, I, I, actually think that, I actually think that these new rules around the short kickoff and the short dropout are 100%. disguised. The, the, the motivation is totally around removing that kickoff, incentivising you not to do that kickoff, and therefore, like the concussion. You've hit the nail on the head. Couldn't agree with you more. Yep. I said that at the time. Yep. And and, and what we're seeing in the NFL, they have a thing called a touchback, right? Where it, quite often you see the kickoff and they don't even touch it. And then they're forced to come back to the 25. So it's only in the event they think they can go past the 25, they'll take it on. But rugby league, I'm telling you, is heading that way. And if this doesn't uh, have too much effect, this short dropout situation, short kickoff situation... They'll find a way and it'll be out of the game, which I personally support. Mm. No, I would too. I'd, it'd be interesting. That yeah. big game changer. I don't think we I need it. I don't think it adds to the game. I don't, I don't think it's um, tap off 30 out, whatever you have it to do. It doesn't add to the game, but it's it's this sixth sense. We've all got to get a yeah. – we want a, want a view of it. We want yep. to see what happens and how it all yep. – yeah, it sort of sets the tone, doesn't it, a lot yep. of the time. But the G-force in, in mm. a kick reception must be huge. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. It's a run home with Joel on the Bish.